Hello, everyone. Welcome to Free Reverie, hosted by your one and only Jujubee. If you haven't noticed, that's me. This is a podcast talking about anything and everything. Make sure to follow me on my social media, Snapchat, JBSU, Instagram, JBSU18, and Twitter, at Perfect Flute. Now let's get talking. Symphony. Welcome to another podcast of Free Reverie. Welcome to season three, by the way, you guys. This is actually the first episode that I'm actually promoting for season three of my podcast. And I'm pretty excited because I actually have a guest on the show to actually help me start this thing off. So would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Yeah, my name is Lisa Satira Brozik. And, um, and I'm excited to be on the show today. Thanks for having me, Digi. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> okay, all right. So tell us about as to why you're on the show today. Well, I'm here today to tell you about a song that I wrote for my son, Christopher, who um, has autism. And um, Christopher um, is a pretty... Uh, Pretty interesting guy. He's t- almost twenty. Well, he's twenty-seven years old, and um, he's a drummer. He's really pretty phenomenal. And him and a couple of his other friends that all have autism have a band called Spectrum, and so they're all just really talented uh, musicians. But Christopher, um, unlike the other band members who are pretty verbal, Christopher has trouble communicating. Um, and has trouble putting, you know, words into a sentence, um, more than like maybe three or four words at a time. Mm-hmm. And it's very frustrating for him sometimes, you know. He um, can't really express his wants and needs, and so he struggles a lot with that. And um, one day he was having, you know, a rough day and just trying to express himself to me. I can't even remember what he was trying to say, and... And I felt bad. And sometimes I'll say, you know, Christopher, you know, can you write it down? Or or what word are you trying to say? You know, can you spell it? And I'm trying to. And, um, and he was getting a little upset. And I thought, you know, I felt so bad. You know, and I thought, gosh, he struggles so much with this. And I just thought, what would he, you know, say if he could really express himself? What would he say to me? Or what would he even say to the world? And, um, and I just sat down and I just started writing. And I wrote a song for him. And um, and I thought it was pretty cool. And I thought, oh my, this is, you know, I think I might have something here. And um, I probably honestly didn't do anything with it for about eight months. And then I, I pulled it out again and I thought, I'm going to send it to a friend of mine. Um, her name is Kelsey Roche. And she actually went to college for singing, songwriting. And um, I said, Kelsey, do you think, you know, if I sent you these lyrics that you could maybe put some music to it? And she said, I'll give it a try. And so I sent it to her, and it probably, it was almost maybe a month and a half or two months later, she sent me a, an audio recording of her singing, and she was playing the piano. And I was just like, oh, my, it was just beautiful. She put this beautiful melody to the lyrics. I mean, you know, I, I didn't know what she was going to come up with, and it was just 
I thought, oh my gosh, to hear your words that you wrote put into this beautiful, you know, melody, and and I was just like, wow, I think this is pretty, you know, pretty cool. So then I thought, hmm, I've got to have a, another friend listen to this, and so that's when I turned to John Bento, who's a good friend of mine, and he also, um, along with uh, Ron Moondog Esser, they um, they founded Band Together Pittsburgh, which is a nonprofit organization that helps raise awareness for people on the autism spectrum and they help provide you know like little um, programs and things so I let John listen to it and um, and he was like wow this is really something Lisa this you know it's really a good song and the lyrics are so meaningful and he said if you want to take it a step further he suggested that I take the song to David Gernotti and uh, David Granati is a, a producer, and he you know, would record the song. So we set up an appointment, and uh, we went out there, and, and um, I brought Christopher the first time with me. And because um, originally, I, and I also, with the song, I wanted my daughter Caitlin to be the one that would sing it. And Caitlin is two years older than Chris, and she always was like, you know, his little voice while they were growing up, um, you know, and he just looks up to her, and he loves her so much, and Caitlin has a beautiful voice, so she would sing a lot, and it's funny, because even though he has trouble communicating and, and verbalizing, it's amazing what music can do, because when she would sing, and, you know, they'd sing Disney tunes or whatever, he would sing along with her, and, um, and just, you know, you're like, oh, my gosh, he can sing and he can put words together. But when he's trying to just talk, he can't do it. And um, so it's just, yeah, amazing what music can do um, with kids with autism. So anyways, we said, Caitlin will sing the song. And she said definitely she would do it. So the first day we go out to the recording studio, David Granati's like, okay, I want Christopher just to, you know, keep a beat, keep tempo on the drums. And um, and it was pretty cool because Christopher, his drum teacher, calls him like the human metrodone because he can keep perfect tempo. <laughs> and like, and he would go on for hours, believe me, and do that. Even if he hears a song on the radio and you say, what tempo is that? He knows exactly. And then we look it up and he's right. Um, he's pretty, it's pretty cool. So he kept beat with the song and, um, and David was like, wow, that's amazing. So at that first one, then David added a little bit of like bass guitar and some electric guitar. And then uh, then like in the, another session, we went back, Caitlin went back and she laid down the, you know, the vocals. And she also does like the backup vocals on there, too. So she does the lead and the backup vocals. And, um, and then Chris came in again and David said to Christopher, OK, you need to do some drum fills, you know, just whatever you're whatever you want to do, whatever you're feeling. And so when you listen to the song and you hear these drum, you know, fills, that's Christopher just filling the music and just doing what he wanted. He had no uh, music to read to go by or anything. He just made that all up, you know, and it was just like perfect. It was, yeah, we were just, even I was like, oh my gosh, that's just crazy that he can do this. And um, super cool. And then, then also David Granati's brother 
Hermie Granati, who's a really amazing keyboard player, he came in, he did all the keyboards, um, played all the, you know, the piano music for it. And um, it, was, it was really interesting because we sat there and he would say, okay, do you like this sound or that sound? You know, let's change things up. So sometimes each session would go back and it was probably over like a two-month time period, I think, maybe like once a week or so we'd go and, you know, we'd take the certain sound out, at, you know, maybe speed up the tempo, you know, change it from this guitar to that guitar or whatever. But, um, yeah, it was a really, really, um, it's just a really amazing experience. And to do that with my children, you know, it was just something special, something that I wrote that I wanted my daughter to sing. It's about Christopher. Christopher plays the drums on it. So, yeah, and I think it's just, uh, yeah, something really cool that we can, and honestly, I just thought, oh, this is just something very nice for our family to have, mm-hmm. you know, passed down the generations, never thought anybody else would even hear it <laughs> or listen to it other and than our family. <laughs> yes, and then John Vento says, hey, that's really, this is something special. Would you like us to, you know, help you promote it and you know, well, you know, if you're willing to, you know, give portions of the proceeds to band together Pittsburgh for autism, and I'm like, absolutely, you know, I'm on board with that. You're me a one-hit so, wonder, right? It'll <laughs> <laughs> be my one-hit. <laughs> That's funny. Maybe, yeah, we'll see. But you know, from what we've from what we've heard so far, and all the the people and all the wonderful feedback so far, it's really, it's very touching to a lot of. People that either have a family member on the spectrum, somebody maybe you have a friend, somebody you work with. There's so many people know somebody that has some type of, you know, disability. Um, and I think it really, um, yeah, a lot of them were like, it made me cry. <laughs> you know, yeah, songs. well, you know, like I, I mentioned to you off the air is um, just like with America's Got Talent. I don't know if you saw that episode where... Yes. Kid that was blind, and I think mm-hmm. he had autism too. And yeah. he, he yeah. barely Cody. formed sentences. Yeah, he barely formed sentences. But then once he hit the piano, it was just like pure gold. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. So, I mean, music does something, and I think it's just the way that they're able to express themselves within um, playing instruments. I don't know if it's just by the touch or the feel or something, but something kicks in and. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, this speaks so much volume, you know. Right, right. And I think that's true because a lot of times when Chris is agitated or he's upset, he'll run downstairs and he'll start pounding on the drums. I mean, I can tell the difference. Like, you know, he's just hitting them really hard if he's upset. And um, and I think that's, he's trying to express himself. I'm angry, I'm upset, you know. So they, like that little what is that little saying? Music is what feelings sound like. Um, and it's, it's very true, you know, and, um, and even with the song, you know, it was the way he was feeling the song mm-hmm. and it came out that way. So he's expressing himself through the music, you know, they're not able to do it verbally. A lot of them are like stuck in this, you know, shell of autism and they, and they just can't ex- get the words out and can't express themselves, but they can do it through the music. Well, that had to be very emotional for you, too, because the way that he took that song was almost like you read his thoughts. 
Yeah, you know, it's funny because his whole life, you know, I mean, we had therapists in our home, gosh, like when he was little, like 40 hours a week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Round, I mean, it was just so they ate breakfast, lunch, dinner with us sometimes. And um, it's funny because so many of the therapists that Chris has had are still in our lives today. Um, they're like family, you know, and a lot of them will be like, Lisa, oh, my gosh. We miss you guys. We, I miss your cooking because, you know, I cooked dinner and they need that. It was just You're like, I, I don't want to cook anymore. I want you to do it. <laughs> I know. It's too funny. But, you know, I would always hear them and they, there was this one therapy they would do. And I don't even know what it was called, but they would grab Christopher, hold his little chin, you know, and he's like three years old. Christopher, look at me. Look in my eyes. Look at me. You know, because a lot of kids with autism will not give good Yeah. Yeah. So he's staring everywhere else, you know, not at them. And um, and then I always remember my dad thinking that Christopher couldn't hear. You know, he was like two and a half, three years old and sitting on the floor. And my dad would be clapping his hands behind him. And Christopher would not even flinch. And I mean, my dad's clapping, whistling the whole bit. And he's like, this boy is deaf. He can't hear. And I said, he can hear. You know, and then you would hear like a little cartoon or Barney coming on the television and Chris would jump up and run into the other room. Mm -hmm. And I said, see, he can hear. And I'm like, I think he just has like selective hearing, (laughs) you know, but but it's certain tones. And, um, yeah, you just don't know. But then it's like, you know, and that's in the lyrics, you know, I can hear you. I'm not looking, you know, when I don't look at you and I can see you, I don't have to stare at you, you know? So, all this stuff that he, as he was growing up, and that's, you know, and, you know, some people do ignore him because, you know, or they get bored with him. And it sounds terrible to say that, but when he was growing up, you know, he's not able to carry on a conversation with someone or, you know, and he was just perfectly happy sitting by himself, you know, playing with his trains or, or you know, blocks or whatever he was doing. And so a lot of the other kids wouldn't like engage with him or try to carry on a conversation mm-hmm. with him because they would get bored you know he, he yeah. wasn't well, I mean that's kids too sport. so right right so they're young and they don't know and he didn't want to he's not able to really communicate with them mm-hmm. so but you know but I think you know he and that's something else in the lyrics I say you know I turn my gaze I look away but that doesn't mean I have nothing to say so you know don't ignore me and don't give up on me you know even though he's, you know, right there and he seems like he's not interested in you, but, you know, he hears what you're saying and and he has feelings and he gets hurt. I've seen him, you know, just to cry sometimes and, yeah, it's very hard, you know. I feel bad. So I think I just kind of, all that just kind of hit me that day. I was just overwhelmed with everything and I just sat down and wrote it. And, I mean, I wrote it probably like 15 minutes. It just kind of poured right out of me, yeah. That's crazy. Like you, if you would have not, um, I guess, pulled that paper out months after, like, mm-hmm. where would you have been <laughs> at this point? I have bad, I'm kind of, I have a bad habit doing that kind of stuff though, because I also wrote a children's book years ago and it took, I wrote it and it was like 10 years later before I actually pulled it out again and decided to have it published. You know, like, I did like calling you and telling you, you need to go get that. You know, they know that you have something good. So you must mm-hmm. be do something. So are you considering doing something where you're um, a writer for other musicians? Or 
or do you want to proceed any further with this? Like, well, actually, well yeah, I, I write a lot, and I more or less just write like from my own, you know, whatever's happening in that my life at the time, or my experiences, or like with Christopher, or whoever. But um, and I actually wrote like several other songs uh, about autism too. Um, I think I had like four more. So that day, I mean, I was writing like crazy for a week. And, um, but this was the one I decided just to send to Kelsey by chance. And it's probably the one I thought was probably the most, uh, meaningful. So, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's where my... You should do a blog with, you know, some YouTube videos and stuff like that of like engaging and just, you know, cause it's, it's phenomenal to see. It really is to see like the difference and how calm he is. And then once, uh, does does he play this music a lot, the song a lot specifically? Does Christopher? Yeah. Play the song a lot? I mean, his song, this one? Yeah. Yeah, he does, actually. Yeah. He's funny. Um, if we're in the car, he'll, you know, he goes onto my phone, it's downloaded, and he'll play it. <laughs> and, but he always plays it two times in a row. So he'll play it, and then he'll play it again, and then he'll say, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like every day he'll do that if we're driving somewhere. He has to play the song twice. And I'll say, whose song is that? And he goes, Christopher. And he'll say, Christopher. Yeah. So it's cute. Yeah. yeah. Do a blog and see where that takes you. And then you can maybe incorporate more of like videos of vlogging as well, mm. like day-to-day things. So are you a stay-at-home mom? Actually, well, I was basically while the, um, my children were, you know, growing yeah, up when they were younger. And it was hard with Christopher, you know, I mean. The full-time yeah. job itself, it really is. <clears throat> yeah, around, you know, being a mom, it's tough. And then when you have one with the special needs, it's even more. So, and, you know, my whole life basically was running him, you know, he would have speech therapy and occupational therapy. Took him to, what, music therapy. It's so hard to maintain, maintain a job with all that. You can't. No. You can't. You can't no. take that many days off. Jeez. Yeah, but so, anyways, but no, not until really when they went back um, into school, you know, later in the school years. Then I, um, I have a little just part-time job. Mm-hmm. I work at a little little uh, cafe that my friend owns, and I'm um, jealous. Yeah. Well, you know, it's dangerous because it's all homemade cheesecakes and pastries and lunches those fancy coffees <laughs> i'm so. not gonna say i'm still gonna say this i'm jealous i'm not gonna say that i wouldn't <laughs> partake in like eating some of that but yeah it is dangerous because the calories stuff like that but the cafe thing i'm very jealous of because oh, it's, yeah, i eventually want to own my own cafe so it's so funny oh. that you say that yeah i really yes. do i actually yeah. want to do something um to raise awareness about other um, cultures and stuff like that. Um, I wanted to call it diversifying, so like oh. diversified cultures and then caffeine kind of put together. And so like yeah. each cup is a fact about a certain country and like each month is going to be so much money donated towards a certain child or, yeah, oh. that's that was my idea. Well, that's a great idea. That's something yeah. to work toward. That's yeah, cool. it's just money. They don't make yeah. it easy. Mm-hmm. And it is hard having your own business, too, you know, so. Um, yeah, it is. But it's it is. fun, too. It's really fun. It's fun. It's fun. If you can be your own boss, it's awesome, yeah. Yeah, so maybe you should start doing a blog, and then um, are you going to participate in, like, um, 
being a member of that organization to raise awareness as an organization that they're trying that they're putting money towards. Oh, the band together Pittsburgh. Yeah. We are involved right now. In fact, um, when they kind of actually almost like kind of started this foundation when our kids had or when Christopher's band uh, formed because they. Um, Whenever they have like a fundraiser or any type of event, they'll ask Spectrum Band to play for them. So we're very involved with them, um, and they do a lot of other things for um, adults and, and, and children with autism. They um, band together Pittsburgh also has an autism open mic, which is really kind of cool to see. They um, hold that like once a month, and it gives um, all these uh, children, you know, with autism, an opportunity to perform on stage. Oh, that's so cool. Isn't it? It's cute. So there's a venue that John Vento has, and um, I guess it holds about 60 people. But it's a lot. You know, yeah, it's a nice, nice place, and and band together provides, you know, pizza and drinks and ice cream for everybody, and. And it's really cute, and they'll get up there, and they'll provide the instruments, too, if they need them. But, you know, you know people will be up there singing or playing a musical instrument, or, or you might have somebody that's a comedian or, or a poet. And, and, and it, you know, they have the families and everybody there supporting them. And so it, it's great. And they just, they just shine and beam. They love it, you know, the performing. And it's a nice opportunity for them because, you know, where else would they really get to do that? So Right. So is it, not, are you considering, like, traveling? Who, who? Like you with the band to do this stuff? Oh, oh we travel. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like my uh, other part-time job. I've got several. So what we do is, yeah, I, I actually kind of, you know, help with the band manage and, um, Whatever gigs they have, you know, I take care of them. You're the manager. It's it's crazy, yeah. So I help with all that, and, <laughs> and then of course, and I have to help Terry. Girl, you are, you're Try amazing. Drop it down, put it in the put it in the truck, load it. Oh my goodness, yeah, put it back together, the whole bit, and um, yeah. So we've been up to um, Erie, Pennsylvania, and that was a band together Pittsburgh event. We've done that two times in a row, and. And because um, that's like two and a half hours from us, but they performed at um, a couple different schools. We've done proms. We've done the Tim Tebow proms. Um, they've done that, I think, twice, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, and, you know, they have a couple other uh, events coming up. And so they play. Yeah. And they're good. I mean, they're very, very good. In fact, they've played at um, another fundraising that band together does is the blues and roots festival and um they've done that probably like several years in a row now and they have um national acts and local you know acts and um, that are performing and they all come to help raise um money for autism and then this year was pretty cool because what they did was they um it, it's like a saturday sunday a weekend event and they had um all the you know, performers with autism each had an opportunity to, you know, do like a couple songs on Saturday, and then they had different ones on Sunday performing, and it was it was really nice to see. So, um, and people just loved it. It was great. So they did that, and so that's another fundraiser. And then they also do um, 
What's, I don't know if you've ever been to like a drum circle. Uh-uh. Those are pretty cool. Um, they provide, I guess they do those. I'm not even sure how often they do those, maybe like once a month or so. But drum circles, um, Jim Donovan is the instructor, and he must have probably like 30 or 40, you know, bongos. And he gets everybody like in a, like a semicircle, and these are all you know, kiddos with autism, and he instructs them, you know, like different beats and different rhythms and things on the bongos, and and then he, um, he'll, he you know, say to them, you know, I like ice cream, and the kids will have to repeat, I like ice cream, and he'll say something silly, like, on top my pizza, and they all start laughing, but it's a way for them to, um, as they're drumming, you know, their hands are going, and they're drumming, and some of the kids who have never even really spoken or really are not that verbal will start to repeat what he says and 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 do all the silly you know motions that he's doing and he'll tell them to look at each other and turn to each other and they'll give eye contact or maybe they never gave on to eye contact before so that's really amazing to see because the first time Christopher was in a drum circle uh, I thought oh you know he knows how to play drums and he's played every percussion instrument imaginable this is going to be very, you know, like elementary to him. Well, I was, yeah, I was like, uh-oh. I couldn't believe it. He was so engaged. He was following all the instructions. He was screaming at the top of his lungs all the silly chants they were doing. It really brought out all this, um, yeah, stimulation. And, I mean, he was just, they said it helps, too, with, like, anxiety for anybody, really. And, um it just really brought out all this verbal communication that I hadn't seen him do <laughs> before. And I was shocked. It really was. So, but they, they um, support that. And, and what else do they do? Oh, they also do like a, a DJs. They, they train, um, you know, adults on uh, the autism spectrum, how to run a DJ machine. And then if they get events where they need a DJ, they, you know, they go and they have their own set of DJs, you know. They're professionally trained and they do little, um, maybe like graduation parties or, you know, fun little events. And so that's something for them to do and, and band together, you know, helps get the kids there, sets up the equipment. And so that's really something nice, too. Okay. But, so yeah, then so what, where have you traveled to? Like what state? Um, Oh gosh, no, no, no. We're, we've been just within Pennsylvania with the. Oh. Yeah, it's too hard to, at this point. But um, yeah, the band, like I said, up to Erie, which was maybe two and a half hours. That's basically the furthest. So kind of all over Pittsburgh. They've been all over the place. So playing. So yeah, they're they're a lot of fun. So, and like I said, they're just. Um, and I think I think people are shocked too because when they hear. It's a band of, you know, members that all have autism. They're probably not expecting very much out of them. <laughs> and then when they start to play, people are like, wow. Yeah, they're really shocked at how right. good they are. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe just um, maybe try to plan a one week out of the entire year and try to find an organization within one state and see if maybe you could travel to that place and then perform and 
mm-hmm. do like a whole activities thing. Yeah, we'd probably have to rent rent like a big giant van. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure it wouldn't be that much, but um, yeah, you could do that. Um, like I said, if you went to my organization, um, they actually have a facility where you could do all that. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure they'd be all for it, too. So um, I don't want to give off the name of the organization, you guys, but... Um, just for privacy reasons, but I can definitely see about emailing you and letting you know what, where it's at and all that stuff. Maybe you can get a hold of them and, cause they're quite big. They have a couple locations okay. in my state. So maybe see about doing that, like finding an organization, just kind of seeing maybe they could do like a festivities thing. Cause I know mine, they, they hold one. They hold a whole lot like, of festivities. Yeah. They actually have a prom and it's so awesome to see all these girls and the guys dressing up and they're getting mm-hmm. so gushy gushy around each other because they don't know how to act and then once they start right. dancing it's just like magic oh yeah i love seeing yeah. so happy so yeah happy. that kind of well that kind of sounds like how that told you about the tim tebow prom that we've done two years in a row and it was just yeah really so heartwarming to see because they would bring in um like cosmetologists come in and, and do their hair and then they you know provide gowns if they needed gowns or you know get their shoes shined and and they just make them feel like kings and queens and it was really nice to see that but um yeah and, and our band played for them so right yeah. right yeah yeah it was very and where nice do you guys, where do you see the band going um in you know a couple of years Oh, I don't know. Performing? Oh, yeah. Well, they just performed like two weekends ago. Have you ever heard of the Clarks? No. The Clarks are, uh, mm, they're pretty well known in the Pennsylvania area. They, but they're pretty, they've been around for a long time. But, um, so it was a big to do. But, yeah, we opened up for them. So, (laughs) and that was like, that was a big wow for them. So, they had a lot of fun with that. But, no, we would love to see them, you know, uh, continue to grow and be able to get more, you know, performances um, at different places. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, our singer, though, she just is starting college. So, um, you know, so we'll see how she does. And we're hoping that she's, you know, still able to come home when we need her to perform so, um, she's not that far away, but yeah, so they're all growing, you know, things, they, they grow and change a little bit too, so, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, so, so we'll see what happens, yeah, Chris is a drummer, and we have Justin, who's our guitar player, and, and Dima plays our keyboards, and Kendall's our singer, so, and then we, um, we have Phil and bass players right now, but, um, yeah, so, but yeah, they're doing great. Mm-hmm. So we'll okay. see where. All right. Well, it sounds like you have a plan for everything. So, what else does your son like to do in his spare time? Well, Chris, oh, he loves to swim. He's a big swimmer. He loves that. So, um, yeah, we have a pool, so he's always in the pool. He's, you know, what he plays uh, softball in the summer. It's uh, an adaptive softball league that he's been in for years, so he does that. He's a um, Oh gosh, he's just like, he's into a lot of different things. He loves like history and um, 
like he can tell you all the names of the presidents and name them forwards and backwards. I'm, I'm serious. He can do them backwards. Um, he, he's got a memory like you cannot believe. He memorizes like movie scripts and things, <laughs> historical facts, and he loves trains, big train buff. So he has a lot of interest in that. Um, I'm trying to think what else Christopher likes to do. He's really good on the computer. He's probably better, way better than I am. And, um, yeah, so he's got a lot of, you know, little interests that he can do. So I'm trying to think what else he likes to do. He does not like art. That's one thing. He does not, he will not draw <laughs> or That's color. That's so funny now, because music is art. So. Oh, yeah, no, no, he won't do that. He's funny because I, I paint and I draw and I do all that. And I'm very artistic that way. And but um, now he's got all the musical in him. He's very musically inclined. He can, you know, he can play like, gosh, you know, he used to be in the band at school with well, a marching band and all that. And he played all the front ensemble instruments. So he would play those giant bells and the, you know, the big xylophones and marimbas and you name it. He was playing it. Mm-hmm. And here he comes now. He's walking in the room. You want to say hello? Hello, Jack. Say hi. Hi, Jack. Hi. Can you say hi? Hi, Jack and Bart. Jacqueline Barker. Hi, Jacqueline Barker. <laughs> hi, Christopher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. He's, like he's in a good mood. He is. He's very, he's looking at everything here on the computer. Yeah, he's very inquisitive, huh? Yeah. We're talking about the song? Yeah. And we're talking about your band, Spectrum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you created it, right, Christopher? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You created all that. Yeah. And, oh, the, and the name, did you come up with it? Or did he did? He did. No, I, I did. You did. I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I came up with that. It's very clever. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> Yeah, you have Chris, an amazing mom. You know that. He just walked away. He don't. He probably doesn't really care. <laughs> well, I'm just talking to thin air. Okay, thanks for letting me know. You see that guy? Like, she she tried to do that, so I'm just talking to no one. I'm sorry. <laughs> he paces a lot. You know, he'll just kind of pace and pace, and then whoop, out the door he goes. <laughs> but he's funny. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't get to hear other people half the time. <laughs> Christopher he's fine but he also has a job he works three days a week he does work um, in a nursing home so he works like in the dietary department so that's really good for him and he has a job coach that is with him and um, and he only works like three to four hours and after that they'll go out and do community outings to get him into the community and you know um, whether they're just going to the mall and he's making change and you know buying something and or buying himself lunch and you know um just getting him to talk to other people and, you know, so that's always good for him. He loves going out and going shopping, so. That's so cool. You're doing yeah. such a great job. You know that? Thank you. <laughs> no <laughs> problem. It's very inspiring. Now if I can just figure out my son's situation. <laughs> He's just something. He's just at that stage. He's. Oh my goodness, I've already explained in my other episodes, you know, he's just a grown boy, just got to give it time, maybe the phase will go away, 
Um, and my listeners, you guys don't know um, lately because I, I took a break, but he's just at this point where he's waking up in the middle of the night at like, the same time and all of that. So uh, I'm not a writer by any means, so I don't know if I could create a song. But Aww. Maybe, well, you, maybe it might take like <laughs> 30 years like for me. <laughs> I'll put yeah. it away, and I'll just do what you did. Just That's come right. Back just to it later. And tuck it away somewhere. And, yeah, and when the stars align, it'll be right time to pull it out and, and then do it. But Exactly. So are you on um, social media for people to follow you, or you just go oh, and just, just the website? Yeah. Please. Well, just the website. Um, they can go on um, the Band Together Pittsburgh website. Um and honestly, I'd have to find that stuff. I think it's just www.bandtogether. Yeah. Yeah, bandtogetherpgh.org. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a Facebook page, and I just, you know, I'll post, you know, things about the song, um, different places where they can find it, you know, which is cool because it'll be like on, they'll tell me it's going to be on a country station or it's, you know, uh, it was like number four on the Canadian um, iTunes, those kind of things, you know. And I'll post different stuff, but um, but it, you can also get it now on um, it's on iTunes, and it's also I think, believe on Amazon at the moment. So, and all they'd have to do is I guess type in "differently abled man," and uh, the artist is my daughter Caitlin Nicole, and they can find it that way. And if they do. Download it, you know, their iTunes portions, like I said, of the proceeds are going to go to band together to help, you know, raise awareness for autism. So, that'd be cool if you could yeah. do that and support the song. And, um, yeah, yeah, it's nice. So, a lot, like I said, a lot of people are really, it's, we're getting a lot of wonderful uh, feedback and just, you know, people saying, you know, that's, you know, how their kids feel, and, you know, I'm just, um, yeah. That's great. And whenever you get famous, you remember me. And I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's okay. I'm going to keep track of you. I'm going to make sure I see how your little boy is doing. Oh, you can check out my Instagram, everything like that. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, because I'll be advertising this episode and all that on my social media. So I have pictures of him all over mine. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you have um, Instagram, you just look up JBSU18, and it's he's on there. Oh, he's, he's a beautifully mixed little boy, and uh, he's, oh, sure. he looks like he's three years old. Is what he does. He's just a big boy, is what he is. He's big. <laughs> yeah, he's tall. He's starting mm-hmm. to have a belly. So like, anytime you say "Where's your belly?" and he'll like do a stance and push his body out and acts like he has a bigger belly and all, he just oh. cracks me up he has Cute. such a personality he's oh. copycatting everything but he's such a sweetheart i'm telling you any any time there's little ones um his girlfriend i say it's his girlfriend but um there's this little girl who's just a couple months well about six seven months younger than he is Mm-hmm. And uh, she'll be in her car seat, and he'll take a blanket and tuck her in and give oh. her a kiss. And um, just they kidding. just light up every time they see each other. And then <laughs> he has another friend at my jiu-jitsu, and she has cerebral palsy. 
and um, it was his first time seeing this um, contraption to help her walk and he just went right up behind her and started pushing her and helping her walk on his own and it's just it broke my heart because it's like you can see how excited she is for it and he's getting excited because he's helping her and Mm -hmm. He is. I mean, that's a kind spirit that was never taught. It's something that's right. just he knows. So mm -hmm. I don't know what he's going to do because he's like analyzing everything and trying to figure out how it works. And I don't know. I think he's going to be an engineer. I mean, everyone I've talked to thinks he's going to be an engineer. And I'm like, well, if he's going to be that, he better be helping me pay up, pay back everything. That I'm just kidding. Not really. I just want him to help me out anytime he becomes a certain type of guy. Oh, sure. <laughs> he's like, he sounds like he's a good boy, so he's going to always be there for you and help his mama, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, you ask him, he'll be like, do you want to go to daddy's? He'll be like, no, but do you want to go to mommy's? It's like, yeah, but he still always calls me daddy, and I'm, I'm like, I'm mommy, quit it. <laughs> you know, he loves me, and I love him very, very much, and he's my only kid right now, and mm -hmm. I don't know, he's just... He's a handful. I don't know if I want more kids at the moment. <laughs> He's such Aww. a handful. Yeah, but he does help me out. For being a, a year and nine month old, he he gets mad when I don't let him help me clean. And I can't get mad at that. No. I can't. <laughs> he helps me do laundry. He helps me do dishes. And he sleeps and mops for me. Yeah, this boy can do it all. He can. He just That's... won't pick up his toys. Well, I wouldn't mind if he wasn't picking the toys. I mean, if he's actually helping you do other things, that's pretty good. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, because I'll be like, it's time to clean your room. He'll be like, okay. And I'll be like, pick up your toy. And he'll be like, huh? And I'll start playing with it. I said, no, you got to put it up. He, no. <laughs> so he says, no. No, you don't want to do it. Aww. No. He's exhausted after just sweeping for like a couple seconds. <laughs> That's so funny. I remember my kids were little. We had the little, you know, the little broom. Did, do you have that for him? They had that little tiny oh, no. baby. He uses a big one. He uses a big one. Yep, yep. So have the play ones, you know, with the little mops and the brooms, and they're cute. Yep. Uh -huh. Yeah, so it was, um, well, it was great talking to you. I don't want to take up too much of your time because um, I want you to get as much rest you can um but yeah i enjoyed talking to you and i hope everything goes well and you're able to actually make a difference and um you know at least raise awareness right right know? i think yeah I, I appreciate that and um i think it's just a very inspirational song too that you know it's going to touch a lot of people so I, if that does that that's i'll be happy with that if, you know well if it didn't make a difference for other people it made a difference to your son and that's what Absolutely. matters it's, it was for him to begin with. So. That's right, it was. Yeah. But, um, it was. It's for Chris. But, oh, I appreciate it. And I really enjoyed talking with you, too. It was so nice. And, yeah. Oh, well, you Just, enjoy the rest of your evening. I will. And you, too. Get some rest tonight. I hope he doesn't wake you up at <laughs> I can't guarantee that, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, if you like the intro music, you can hear more and get your own custom beats by contacting me on Instagram at Music by Symphony. That's M-U-Z-I-K-B-Y-S-Y-M-P-H-O-N-Y. Once again, that's M-U-Z-I-K-B-Y-S-Y-M-P-H-O-N-Y.